sweat. It's sweat now. Hey everybody, welcome to Fill My Heart. My name is Drew Absher. I'm Parker Newman. Do you think I can't hear a song and figure out when to do that myself? No, I, I told Drew I'm going to point and then you When speak. you want me to start talking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But do you think I haven't heard enough music to know when the beat's about to pick up? No, no idea. Just <laughs> like, I have no idea when to do it myself. No rhythm whatsoever. <laughs> I've <laughs> I'm like, I've never, what are they, do? why is there some kind of interlude right now? Is no. This, I've I've seen you clap for other comics and it's just like, yeah. I'm, uh, just I just I laugh during setups. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea when lulls and yeah. I remember when I was a kid when my dad would listen to radio. I would always be like very concerned with how quickly they could get in all the words they have to say before the the lyrics of the song started out. Yeah, I know, right? You know when they would be they would be like. Yeah, back here at 98 Rock, and then it would start, like, Stairway to Heaven in the background. Yeah, no, exactly. That's very just And you're up. like, oh, you have to say all this stuff, like, all these plugs and shit before the music actually starts. It's just weird. Yeah, it's like, sponsor by Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just they're like, and we're going to be kicking it out, too. 90, or, you know, Chuck's off the, the Arco at 99, yeah. and he's going <laughs> to be giving out free concert tickets to go see Black Label Society, and you're just like... Dude, that's so much shit to talk about while a song is playing in your earphones. Like <laughs> you're trying to hit the timing on it perfectly. Yeah, totally. I never really listened to much radio growing up because my mom would play like the same three CDs over and over. Really? Yeah, one hundred percent. What song? What CDs were? Not there? even bad CDs, but just that or um, uh, I'd say like uh, the Killer Sawdust. Like that. Yeah. But do you remember what albums she had? That you'd play all the time? Yeah, Sawdust. Oh, it was yeah, just yeah. Sawdust by Sawdust. the Killers? Yeah. Very good album, a lot of yeah. covers. No, it's it's a good, it's a fine album. But, but yeah, that's frustrating when people listen to... <coughs> ah, Jesus, ah, fuck. My phone fell out. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, when people just listen to one kind of music all the time? Yeah, I don't get it, man. That's why... My dad used to... We'd always like alternate between like talk sports or... My dad had a CD cases. Mm -hmm. He had like... A, like a big it probably held like 300 cds oh really yeah and he would just be like jesus we, me and my sister were like open it up in the the driver's seat and like flip through it and he'd be like looking over like uh okay that one <laughs> and it would always just be like some weird my dad was like you know because he listened to like all like grunge so he would have like these like really like bootlegged copies of like pearl jam concert albums and stuff mm -hmm. pretty bizarre he, he had a lot of like Kind of rare CD stuff. So did he have more like an eclectic taste then too? Because I think I I think I do if I say so. I like punk rock and punk. So that <laughs> is <laughs> a wide diversity. Yeah, of yeah. No, that's what my dad's taste was like too. Like as as out of the box as he got was like he'd had like a Public Enemy album. Oh really? Yeah, I, I forget. I don't remember. I maybe Welcome to the Terror Dome or whatever that album was. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he he would just be like occasionally be like, uh, yeah, hand me that. Like he loves Chuck D. No that, idea that the uh, the rapper from Public Enemy, Chuck oh, D from no Public I Enemy. <laughs> um, yeah, my dad just loves that, so we'd occasionally get that. But yeah, that was childhood, dude. It's just you had to listen to whatever your parents found entertaining. Yeah, it's funny because like it, our parents' music taste literally sounds like your dad had you at like 18 or something <laughs> he essentially did yeah wait really uh 20 23 when he had my sister 25 oh, when shit, he had me dude. yeah 
It's crazy. Yeah, my dad was my age when he had me. What? Yeah. That's fucking yeah. insane. It is weird, yeah. But mm. anyway. Hey, happy new year, everybody. Yeah, happy new year. Holy shit. We're doing January 1st. Yeah. That's I can't believe it, dude. Can't? I can't believe it. Yeah, I'm not usually one of those people who, like, blows New Year's out of proportion. No, same. I know, right? Normally, I'm just like, it doesn't fucking matter. I, but I, this year, I'm so very I like... So, I like New Year's for one reason, and I, I do like mile markers in life. Yeah, no, same. Exactly. Like, I like mom- like being able to be like, oh, hey, here's a good place to stop for a day and, like, reflect on what I've done. Yeah. But that's, like, the only reason. I hate, like, the social aspect of it. I hate, like, the pressure to, like, go see people. and Not this year. I'm talking, yeah. you know. In, Dude, I hate all my, fr- <laughs> all my friends want me to go kayak. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I hate, like, last year I, I went to, like, two parties. Yeah. And it's just so fucking exhausting. Oh, I remember. Man, like, I did too, actually. Yeah, it's just so fucking exhausting. You're like, this sucks. I just want to be home. So this year was actually kind of nice. Just got to be home. Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember last year because uh, that was when I, I got into a fight with that kid guy. Not physically, but the email thing, and we read it on here. Yeah, was that during? last year? That was on New Whoa. Year's Eve. Yeah, which was just so funny that he emailed me that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember that's a fun party though. There's literally what I'm not going to, you know, yeah. have you c- edit out what I'm about to say, but one person did show up. And when that one person showed up, everyone, <laughs> everyone left. Yeah. And that person <laughs> usually clears a room when they show up. Yeah. So totally. that's to be expected. Yeah. I don't know. It was, it was kind of nice last night. Like I fell asleep at like eight thirty. Mm-hmm. woke up at like. Twelve fifteen was like, oh hey, happy new year. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, went back to bed. Like it was pretty great. I liked it. I liked it. What'd you do? Um, fucking. People can't see it, so I have to say it. Parker, if you listen to the Patreon from a few weeks back, me and Parker talked about him working on his posture. This is the first time I've seen Parker in person since he started. He looks like like he looks like he broke his his spine. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're sitting as if your spinal cord is snapped in half right now. Yeah, <laughs> I don't looks, know. I'm it no, looks so uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm not doing a great job, honestly, with it. Like, have you went to? Have you like looked into chiropractors or anything? Because that's one thing we talked about on the podcast. Yeah, well, it's weird because I feel like I'm getting like so much closer, but the problem is I feel like I straighten my back out, but the problem is, uh, like now I need to straighten my neck out. Yeah, if that makes any sense. Hey, I, d- I don't understand any of this stuff. So, like, and also I'm just not used to it. Like, yeah, you know, well, I don't know. What, what so remind like people you what you're doing it for? Like, why are you working on your posture? Pussy. Um, <laughs> no, I'm ki- <laughs> no, not right. I'm not very kidding. Um, no, I mean, that I, I got to be better honest. about myself. I got to be honest. You are at a very interesting place if you're like, the only reason I'm not getting laid is because my posture is <laughs> bad. Dude, I'm literally gonna be two inches taller though. Like, is that not that's uh, that's a pretty it good says deal? Says who? No, that's <laughs> how it works. If I'm hunched over, then I'm not as tall. Okay, that's why when you you know if you I thought you meant that like somehow correcting your spinal no. <laughs> issues are going to trick people into thinking you're two inches taller. Yeah, like no, I'm I'm gonna be able to uh, to come if I. <laughs> but is so? But is it that easy? Like, is it? It feels like it's harder than oh, it's just r- sitting. It's very hard because it's literally like the second you correct it, your body just naturally wants to go back. 
But then here's the thing. My I had no fucking back problems whatsoever uh, other than like at work. But normally I had no back problems. Uh, but now if I'm like even a little bit forward, then I'm just like, ah, and it hurts like shit. So it's very weird. But Interesting. So you feel like you're already starting to fix your back? Yeah, no. I am like, so my back's a lot better, but the problem is, is that my neck is still at like a, you know, an outward angle. And that like affects uh, like the up mid to upper back, right? Yeah. So if you just like, like if you just feel your mid back and then like go back, you'll feel like less pressure on it. Well, yeah, I mean, I know how I'm supposed to sit. I just always, posture was always like, it was always the fucking double knotting your shoes of like health stuff. You know, where you're like, shut up, nerd. I'm not doing that. Like, (laughs) it's the rolling backpack of taking care of yourself. (laughs) You're like, go fuck yourself. I'm going to stand how I stand. Dude, it's (laughs) so funny. You're so right. But at the same time, like, it's called nerd neck. If you fucking uh, don't have good posture, like it's yeah, but that's what they—that's like your dentist calling it meth mouth. It's like no, it's like has your dentist called you? (laughs) No, but you know what I mean. Like when you have like when your teeth are all missing because of drug use, they call it meth mouth. Oh yeah, but it's like intended to shame you. Well, really, it's like cool people have no teeth. Yeah, true. You know, like like rock roadies and stuff are missing their teeth. Like yeah. those are interesting people you want to talk to. Yeah, but you know? cool people also aren't like super hunchback too. You know, that's true. A, there's a good middle ground. Like, no, I'm not saying you're. I'm not. In, I, I hope you know I'm not insulting you for fixing your posture. What? I just, no, I, it's all I just, jokes. I just always thought that people were like, were always so adamant about it. Yeah. You know, where it was like, oh well, you got to work on your posture. Yeah. I'm like, do I? I mean, I've never, I've never seen somebody, like, obviously working on their posture in, in real life. Yeah, yeah. You know, he might like. That's the problem is that I am kind of like doing too much, and that's the hardest part because at first, uh, and I, I've added more exercises to my routine or whatever because I was just doing one, and I think that strained out my back, but didn't correct everything. Um, so. Uh, fuck, what was I saying? God damn it. Wait, what did you just say right before that? I was just saying that people are always, like, telling people to fix their posture. And I've... Oh, you were saying that you went too far with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So, um, yeah, it's kind of weird because, like, at first I was too hunched forward. And then I became, like, just sticking my fucking ribs out like I was, you know, like, Superman, like, or whatever. Yeah. Like... Yeah, I don't know. I just never like my posture. My the chiropractor I saw said it was fine. Yeah, yours fine. But yeah, the key is supposed to be to relax. But then like it's hard to do that when you're just like in pain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know. It's just it's so it's always so like it's like drinking a lot of water. You know, like everybody's <laughs> always just like you got to drink like 18 gallons of water a day. And you're like, but I've never seen anybody do that. <laughs> I don't know anybody like besides pro athletes who have taken that advice. Yeah, except and gorgeous hunks. <laughs> and people are living to like 115 every fucking day. So like, do I need to like, you know, like people always say just shit like this is like the people like there's people who are like, you got to put like a scoop of cinnamon in your coffee every morning. Yeah. And again, it's like, I don't know anyone who does that. 
Yeah, I know, right? So it's hard for me to take like advice where I'm like, I don't. It's you're not like. You know, Einstein was a fucking moron, and then he started <laughs> eating cinnamon more, and then all of a sudden <laughs> he became, you know, a genius. I don't know. No, anyway. I totally get that. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's weird. Well, I mean, if you didn't drink enough, like, what is like wrong? It is weird because it's like, what is wrong with drinking too much water? I mean, of course you can die if it's like. Th- Do you but remember you know that lady? I mean. Do you remember the lady who died here? Yeah. Oh, that's here. Yeah, the at lady stab comedy <laughs> theater. <laughs> at stab comedy theater, remember when that lady drank too much water? And we all the comics beat her to death. <laughs> Called her a nerd. Yeah, she kept getting up to pee during the show, and we had had enough. Yeah. We're no, like, do you remember first the first off? You're a woman and comic. <laughs> yeah. That's not okay. No, do you remember <laughs> the the uh, the radio contest? Oh yeah, I didn't know that was here. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah. That explains why that's a news story that I hear about a lot. So yeah, that, that was um, so basically what happened is it was the Nintendo Wii had just came out. Oh, People probably remember no. the story. That's so funny and that uh, that Wii is another term for P. That's like that. That was the game. Uh, no, I know, but oh, that's, yeah. oh, that's what. Oh, I like you're making fun. I was like, wait, did you really not put that together? No. Sorry, it's late, everybody. Me and Parker yeah. are on different waves. The Parker is just. Uh, this is Parker's time where he's just getting up in the morning and I'm going to bed. We're yeah. Sh- we're this is our ships in the night time. <laughs> I'm trying to correct that shit, too. But, uh, yeah, I got like five hours of sleep last night. Not good. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. Um, no, I was going to say, like, uh, yeah, like the lady held her peep. But me and my friends. So, basically, yeah, this, the, the contest was you had to hold your Wii for a Wii. That was what the contest was called. And oh, you had to drink. It, you I'm had a to hack. Yeah. Oh wait, you didn't get it. No, I did. Mate. I oh no, I was saying that that's why they were calling it. That. Oh, anyway. I didn't know that. It's stupid. Anyway, uh, but yeah, like you had to drink like a gallon of water an hour. Jesus. Christ. And whoever held their pee the longest won. It was some like that absurd okay. amount of water. Like that, that does not sound safe whatsoever. No, it, it turns out it wasn't. A woman died. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of fucking Houdini type shit is? That? I don't know. <laughs> but you know what's always so weird to me is. They fired the hosts of the show. The even hosts? yeah, even was it their ideas? I uh, probably not. I'd assume morning radio people aren't really the f- people calling the fucking shots. Yeah, it's probably producers or whatever. Totally. And that was probably a fucking radio bit that they've done, a, you know, a ton of times yeah. across the country. Was their name Golden Shower Stern? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but me and my friends used to call the radio station. After it happened, really? Like, yeah, no way. Yeah, we'd prank call. Dude, what? We what? would like call, and then we would just be like, it was a one oh seven nine the end in Sacramento, <laughs> and we would call, and we'd be like, hey, uh, they'd be like one oh seven nine. What do you want to hear? And we'd be like, hey, uh, feeling kind of suicidal. When do you guys think you're gonna have your next drinking water <laughs> contest? <laughs> and then the guy would just always he'd be like, fuck you guys, like really? yeah, dude. They would like cuss at us and stuff. We used to do all kinds of, like, prank calling was our favorite thing. Dude, that was, that's really good. That's all we would do as I kids. I was such a hack prank phone call. Right? Oh, really? Yeah. Dude, I, like, I did some shit that would get me so fucking canceled. Like, oh, no, yeah, I'm sure. As a 12-year-old. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. We, ch- we one time, I don't understand how people didn't know it was children. Yeah, dude, exactly. Like, we called one time, we called the bouncy house thing. And we were like, hey, uh, I want to have a, uh, I'm, I'm looking to have a kids party. <laughs> Can I, like I want to read some bouncies and they're like oh fantastic yeah and then we're like okay cool like and then do you guys have any policies about like what clothing needs to be worn on these 
Yeah. And then the guy was like, no, what are you talking Like, no, it's once it's in your backyard, like, you can, you know, you can wear sweatpants, you can wear whatever, you know? And we're like, no, but it's like clothing required. <laughs> and then he's like, what? And we're like, well, it's like we are a nudist colony and it's our child's birthday, so it's going to be a lot of naked children going down the slides. Do they need to have, cl- like, do they need to have, and the guy's like, no, you can't put naked children <laughs> on the... W- and then, you know, then we hung up because we were all laughing so hard. But, like, how does that guy not know it's, like, like three 11-year-old kids talking yeah. to him? It was always so, so bizarre yeah. to me that the guy never fucking could figure it out. But, anyway, dude, happy New Year's. What's your... Uh, you got any New Year's resolutions? Um, No, no. I don't know if I really... I don't know. Not to just sound, like, smug or... I don't really believe, like, in... No, but I don't see anything wrong with it. You know, I think people shit on too much, kind of. Because yeah. it's like, it is true. If you're going to change something, it shouldn't matter, you know, what mm-hmm. the fucking Gregorian calendar has to say about it. <laughs> but, like, you know, you fucking... Uh, but then again, uh, whatever helps, you know. Yeah, but I mean, I didn't answer your question at all. No, no I don't. I, but I, I have I subs- no goals. I subscribe <laughs> to the same thing where it's like, ah, if I'm going to change something, I'll change it whenever I need to change it. You know, I don't yeah. have to wait. But also, it's like I, I can't tell you how many times, like I know, I, like I've had the light bulb in my room has been out for two weeks, and I haven't, <laughs> I haven't gotten a new light bulb. So like it's, it's hard for me to be like, why don't people just do stuff when it needs to be done? Yeah, you know? true. <laughs> it's like who the fuck am I? You know what I mean? Like, That's I, a very yeah, good point. I just like. So yeah. whenever people say that, I'm like, yeah, I agree with you, but also like I do understand, like. People all the time go like, oh, I'm going to start a diet next week. Mm-hmm. And we never, you know, you never give them shit then. You're yeah, always that's like, a good oh, good point. for you. But as soon as they're like, oh, starting in January, I'm going to do this. Everyone's like, oh, you fucking piece of shit. Why yeah. don't you do it now? You know, it's like, you know what is a silver lining, though, to like COVID happening and comedy not happening at this specific time is that there aren't a fuck ton of new comics, new comics that are yeah. just going to be there for a week and then we don't get on. Yeah, I mean, I Which, do by hate the way, that. It's okay. Like, that's fine. Yeah, at the same time, like, every, every year it, br- it breeds, like, one or two people that actually stick around. Yeah. So it's like, okay, that's fine, you know. Totally. But it is just very frustrating. When yeah. You're like, uh, it is, like, an ultimately good thing overall, but it's also... It's not, like, bad. It's just annoying. Well, it's just gonna... It's gonna be... It's gonna happen tenfold when COVID ends. Dude. Like, when open mics actually start back up. It's huh, gonna be that's fucking a, impossible that's intru- to get I've it. never even considered that. Yeah, because everybody who's sitting in quarantine right now re-examining their life... Yeah. ...and their mortality are gonna be like, oh, I should have tried stand-up comedy, and then they're gonna try it. Yeah. I mean, we should start... We should start a podcast class. Really? Yeah, why not? Just rip people off. <laughs> yeah, totally. Just like, okay, uh, 101, you have to fight over the song. And yeah, if you right. don't. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's, dude, we should just start a class like 100 and, no, we'll do $200 for five sessions. Yeah. And we'll teach you how to upload it to Podbean. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and not not I'll just that, but we're just gonna play Come Town. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll show you how sometimes I have to add in music in post, <laughs> and then we'll uh, we'll show you how to upload to Podbean, and you give us two hundred dollars to do it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm just saying that like everybody's gonna be like, this is my this is my calling. Yeah, is you know doing this, but true that now. Yeah, yeah, I might start a TikTok, which is I don't know. I've Why? been against it just because it's like uh, I don't I don't know like uh, I thought that TikTok was like really unfunny and it is but like I have seen like one or two 
But then that kind of like is inspiring, inspiring me, and kind of like why I think we both tried stand up is that we saw regular people do it, and we're like, oh, I think I can do that. You know, we didn't really say that with like. So, yeah, I mean, sorta. I did recognize that there was some kind of. I don't want to use the, you know the word art, but like I did recognize that there was some kind of like talent being displayed. Yeah, and I don't. Except for like the video editing that happens on on TikTok, like people make some pretty cool edits and shit. But other than that, I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Like, well, I this mean, isn't there's talentless. like this one chick. Her name's Kylie Brakeman. She's like super funny. We'll blurb that out. No free plugs. Go okay. ahead. <laughs> She's yeah. <laughs> it's not re- plug, but she's yeah. a little bit bigger than us. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I don't know. It's just cool because it's like, oh, this can be funny. You know, just because, yeah, and I, I'd say you could say that if you went to just like an open mic, most of it's not going to be funny. So you could kind of extend that to TikTok or any other type of, you know. Yeah, I know. I just I think that TikTok people a lot of times like it's just hot people. Oh, tall. And then it's just like this isn't this isn't anything. This isn't good. It's not funny. It's not. Yeah. You're just like watching people do dances. Oh, yeah. Like, totally. ah, this is so there's this, like, I think that what freaks me out is like, you're like, oh, it can be funny. It's like, sure, but I don't think that funny should even exist on this platform. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone on here should be even making an attempt because it's like, it's like if you were doing stand up comedy at a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, technically it's a, you're getting stage time, but you probably shouldn't be doing this here. Dude. This is clearly not what this is for. <laughs> you, know? you shouldn't be on this stage telling dick jokes. You know? Holy shit. Um, have you ever like had to, like, I'm sure you have. I just can't think of specifically had to like do your fucking jokes in front of a kid that someone brought. Um, yeah, I mean, I've had to do jokes in front of kids a couple times. Yeah. It's never fun, but you're also, like, I don't give that much of a shit about it. It's like, if this kid is 12 years old or 10 years old or whatever in a comedy club, he most likely likes comedy, and he's most likely, like... Heard a bunch of shit. Oh, yeah, he's most likely on Xbox Live saying the (laughs) N-word. So what am I going to say that's, like... True. I mean, he's he most likely is, you know what I mean? Like, But there is, like, a really bad, like, certain age limit between... um, It's called the age of consent. No, No, but there's, like, a certain age range where it's, like, if they're too... If they're, like... If they're super young, then it's like they don't even know what I'm saying. So yeah. that's okay. So like a five-year-old, it doesn't really matter what you say for the most part. But yeah. if they're like nine or ten. Well, when, a, when, there's like, a, when it's oh, a five-year-old, shit. that's when I break out my Santa isn't real material. <laughs> I go real heavy into your parents are going to get divorced. I do a lot of crowd work. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you from, buddy? He's all here. You're like, oh. Dude, that'd be really? so funny. Really, you were born here? That'd be so, yeah, dude, club? that'd be so <laughs> funny to start doing crowd work on a kid. And the kid's responses elicit, like, uh, kids say the darndest thing reaction from the crowd. But I'm getting mad at him because I think he's fucking with my set. Yeah, and you just call it heckler dipshit kid owned. <laughs> You're all, uh, hey, buddy, what do you do for a living? He's all, I, uh. I draw pictures. You're like, oh, really? You're just going to be a fucking asshole? The crowd's like, oh, that's sweet and cute. You're like, hey, buddy, why don't you just answer the fucking question so we can move the show on, huh? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so you paint pictures. Can you picture your parents happy together? Because I can't. Look at that. (laughs) Yeah. um, Anyway. 
I think we can get into the episode. We got some voicemails to do at the end. Yes. Uh, today's episode, it's kind of a bummer, man. Last year we did a whole extravaganza for the one-year anniversary. I guess this year we has to just hold off. But I thought that this was kind of... If you remember last year, the anniversary show, we did like a like a compilation yeah. of our some of our favorite clips. Oh, yeah, that's a lot. And this one, this this is kind of just an episode like that. This uh, this is uh, season 19, episode 68, Ask Dr. Phil. Um, I did some research. Uh, every single episode of Dr. Phil in the first season is called Ask Dr. Phil. What? Yeah, look, I had to search it. Because I knew the episode was called Ask Dr. Phil. Mm-hmm. So I typed it into IMDb. Look at episode 2, episode 12, episode 218, wow. episode... These are all season 1. Episode 180, episode 47, episode 148. Dude. Every single one of them is called Ask Dr. Phil. Holy like shit. when they started the show, they like couldn't book guests. And they were like, what? why don't we just have people in the crowd ask Dr. Phil for Man, advice? he but just did crowd work? That's yeah. crazy. It's just... He's all, uh, okay, so what do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> uh, just like anyone here ever uh, been diddled? I don't yeah. know. Like, Shit, what else do I want to talk about? <laughs> um, anyway. See, oh, go ahead. Like, did, uh, did I, Robin, did I get the light yet? <laughs> yeah. Shit, how much time do I have left? Um, <laughs> all right. Season 19, episode 68, Ask Dr. Phil. It's two different parts. Uh, one is about, well, we'll t- we'll. One is about a, a mom who's afraid her daughter is becoming too promiscuous. And, uh, well, you know what? I think we'll let this first one talk for us. First up is Sonali. Now, she is a lovely single woman who Very says, hot. You would think dating during the pandemic would be the problem. But no. For her, it's dating, period. Sonali says after she refused... Why did he... took him so long to get to that punchline. Yeah, it's just like... I mean, he was really stammering through there. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, get off your phone and start working the teleprompter. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, or Phil is just completely breaking down. Yeah. It's really hard to tell at this point. Listen to that again, dude. Lovely single woman who says, you would think dating during the pandemic would be the problem. But no. For her... It's dating, period. You know what I think this is? <laughs> I think it's uh, Dr. Phil and I are getting spiritual energy and are becoming one. <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah, you guys are just... Uh... <laughs> yeah. He's just like, why can't I stop talking about jerking myself <laughs> <Yeah>. off? <laughs> why am I sitting like a paraplegic? Sonali <laughs> <laughs> says after she refused to allow her parents to arrange her marriage as is traditional in her culture, she decided to find her own man. But no matter what she's tried, she says she is still a 33-year-old virgin. Growing up, I wasn't allowed to socialize. No sleepovers, no prom, no... Yeah, she's stunning. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, stunning. Dating boys and no dorming in college. I had my first kiss at age 26. Now I am 33 years young. I remain a virgin. My. All right. Well, I mean, I'm sure she'll get into it. But is the goal to keep your virginity until marriage? Because if so, you're doing that at a weird demographic in a weird time in history. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be hard to be a 33 year old who finds somebody who, at that age, is also a virgin. 
and you know saving it for marriage, oh 100 you know? yeah yeah my first relationship lasted approximately six months. On my 27th birthday, I was expecting to have my first time happen. I was super excited. Instead, uh, I'm sorry, it's so fucking cringy. Like to me, I don't know why. Maybe, maybe this is just. I really just, and I know that this is like a fucking, you know, product of like her environment and shit. But I just like you're 33 and you're saying my first time but she was 26 here but yes i agree with you oh yeah, yeah true no but when she said it right now I yes. mean, she said just the wor- just the phrasing my first time like it's some magical fucking thing like the guy's gonna come in two seconds you're gonna be disappointed and then he's like yeah you know hopefully gonna text but like, i actually i actually kind of am i have like a bit of envy for her Really? Beca- yeah, because it sex will never. Cause she's be. gonna bust like crazy, <laughs> dude. <laughs> dude, because she is gonna get fucking split like a fucking <laughs> like a piece of firewood, dude. I'm jealous. I want someone to bust me open like something. Yeah, dude. <laughs> no, I was she's like, in mint condition, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, like I, I feel I'm jealous because like sex is never going to be bad. See, like we have this perception that like. Because of how sexual we are, yeah, that like two virgins going at it would be like bad sex because it would compared to us. But she's never going to have better sex than her first time. True. Like somebody who's saving themselves for marriage is most likely it's going to be fucking meat and potatoes. You know yeah. what I mean? You're not seeing someone's back during sex. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you'll never know what their fucking shoulder blades look like. Yeah. It's a lot of missionary. It's a lot of laying on top of each other. Oh, one. And then it's a lot of coming quickly and going to bed without talking about how it was. Yeah. You know? Like, it's not... It, you're never going to be like... Uh, you, you, nobody's ever what? been like, I'm saving myself till marriage, and then finds themselves getting fucking airtight. You know? <laughs> like that's yeah. a, it's never happened. I, I just... Maybe it has. I'm, I'm no, probably overgeneralizing. You're right. I mean, I just think, like, you know, it is true, but it's also kind of like, uh, it's going to, like, prob- like it is going to be good for your first time. Oh, maybe. yeah, it'll rock, yeah. But it is kind of like, too, you know, it's so late in life that, you know, it's probably going to suck for the guy. Yeah. Being I just, I remember, I wish that I would have waited longer to lose my virginity. Really? Yeah, easily. What, if, how... I was 15 years old, dude. It's way too young to be Hmm. being so sexual. Yeah. Because it it became my entire world at 15 years old. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like everyone's world at 15, no matter what. But at 15, like, you know, before I was even having, like, sexual contact, it was all hypothetical. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'd see, like, a girl's, like, fucking bra strap and be like, oh, she's got (laughs) True. But then, like, all it was was, like, Man, I wish I could ditch math class to go touch a pussy. <laughs> and you're like, you're like, well, uh, th- like looking back on that, you're like, I, that's not where my head should have been at 15. Yeah. You know, I could have been focusing on like making friends and like building like a self-discipline that would allow me to succeed in school. Yeah, work on your posture. <laughs> just <laughs> my <laughs> posture was garbage back then. Huh? Yeah, it's just funny. Anyway, let's get back to it. He ghosted on me. Just poof. Disappeared from my life. A few weeks after I heard he had gone back to India to enter into an arranged marriage. My second serious relationship, he traveled between New York and India, so we went long distance. After a year of being a virtual girlfriend, I met up with him and he wanted to be intimate. That's when I had told him that he would have been my first. 
He was absolutely shocked. That was the last and final time I saw him. The third serious relationship I had, we were at the two-month yeah, it, mark. It's just setting up so many expectations for the guy where it's like, I'm yeah. going to be head over heels for you and like yeah dude it's just it's, it's weird it's like it's like me to, it's like a first date and you're talking about like the most into you're setting it up as the most intimate moment yeah. of your life it's well, a lot of also, guilt to put on someone yeah and also there's a like just besides like the the ramifications of like that person potentially like being clingy or whatever it's also just a lot of pressure to be like Hey, you have to like take care of me through this time. Yeah, like when you're like young, it's kind of to be expected that nobody's like good at it. Yeah, exactly. you know what I mean. But like, it's like, yeah, you're gonna have to put up with a lot of dead weight for, <laughs> for quite a period of time. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be good at this for a long time. Yeah, totally. I she's yeah, she just has sex like a cat that has like the mom cat. You know, when they, like, bite their neck. Yeah. Like, the back of their neck, and they're just kind of yeah. like... Yeah. <laughs> it would be like if I was like, hey, dude, you want to, like... I have a... I play a basketball in a rec league. Do you want to be on the team? Yeah. And then you were like, oh, I've never played basketball before. I'd probably be like, ah, never mind then. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, and that's... She's, like, mad about it. And I get why it probably sucks for her. Yeah, totally. But you couldn't be like... I told Drew I've never played basketball before, and suddenly he doesn't want to play basketball with me. <laughs> you know, it, it kind of makes sense as to why, you know? Yeah, 100%. He um, wanted to get intimate with me, and the mood was right, but that's when I finally disclosed to him that I was a virgin. His jaw drops. <laughs> they used a slide whistle <laughs> to, to illustrate the guy's fucking hard-on going away? <laughs> Holy shit, listen to that. But that's when I finally disclosed to him that I was a virgin. <laughs> Dude, and he punched me in the face and left. <laughs> Sad trombone. Same reaction as the first two guys. He said he was going back to India within a couple of weeks, and we ended it then and there. I keep scaring them off. They get freaked out and they disappear from my life. Despite my frustration with dating during this COVID pandemic, I do still have a Bumble profile. It's okay. So oh. they're showing. Okay. Uh, her name is Sonali, which means golden. Wait, Jeez. how do you know that? It says right here oh. in her bio. <laughs> this is your problem, Parker. You're never reading girls' bios on dating websites. Yeah. Uh, she, she's <laughs> from New Jersey to New York City to L.A. Not interested oh. in... Yeah, not interested not in the flings hookups thing that, and the deal breakers. Are don't say that. If you're not... By the way, it's Hold totally... Hold on. Okay. We let's Let's read the rest of her bio because I think we're about to get a good piece of information here. Yeah. Do you want to read the the star after deal breakers for me? Uh, smoking slash drugs. No, no, slash no, no, no. The next one. Huh? The the next uh, asterisk. Go to the next line. Uh, new. Wait, no. Which one do you? After the deal breakers, go start. I don't I. have COVID <laughs> slash HIV slash AIDS slash STDs. Yeah. So <laughs> she's like, I'm a virgin. And she's telling people, on, I don't have AIDS. Yeah. That's such a weird <laughs> thing to tell people on dating sites. Yeah, it's very, yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, you wouldn't say, like, I'm not a murderer. Yeah, like, go back to the deal breakers. Read those off. Uh, smoking, drugs, infidelity, lying, facial hair, <laughs> bad breath. Okay, some of these are, yeah, like, 
crimes, technically. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if she was cooler, somebody would probably take her virginity. Yeah. But she does sound like kind she of a She sounds very... A prude. Even if you do none of these things, it sounds so judgmental and yeah. so negative. Why would you want to... <laughs> no, it's true. I know, but read oh, the okay. Never Have I Ever part. Had sex. Yeah. Which, okay, Why? That, that's great. I love a girl when we have stuff in common, but still, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, right. No, but I always, the not interested in thing always is such a weird thing to me to put on your profile. It's immediately it's so like. so negative. Yeah, like, it's immediately. Just don't have sex yeah, with someone. Just say that. Yeah, like, I mean, you can just, like, nobody on here is like, I mean, yes. There's people on here who are looking for something specifically. Yeah. But really, the only fun of online dating is, like, having some kind of mystery of whether or not this person's going to fuck you. Yeah, totally. Like, that's really the only fun part is being, like, you're playing this game. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then when it, it finally does, like, lead to some kind of fruition, it's like, oh, cool. Like, this was all worth the payoff. But if you're, like, not interested in flings hookups, even if I was looking for a relationship, I'd be like, eh. Yeah. The mystery's <laughs> all gone. I know exactly what this person's about. Like, it's not fun. No, 100%. Anyway. Full disclosure, I have written on here, never have I ever had sex. I have all these great qualities. Why is it so tough for me to find the one who won't be scared off when I tell him that he would be my first and hopefully only? You're putting so much pressure on yeah, someone. Yeah, so much. Yeah. Like, well, it, like, you shouldn't tell someone that the same way you shouldn't, like, come out and say, like, and be like, oh, I have intimacy issues. Yeah. Like, it's the same thing, honestly. Yeah, I, I mean, there is, like... I, I mean, one is just through circumstance. Yeah, but I do think that the difference is is that she's looking for a very specific type of person. Yes. So that's kind of the kicker, is that, like, the person she's looking for is also most likely a virgin, or at least somebody whose body count is within the one to five range yeah totally. you know what i mean like she's not gonna be she's not gonna find herself with like a fucking former nba player or something you know like right she's gonna she's she knows what her ballpark is so i guess that if you're trying to attract somebody who's like that mm -hmm. then maybe there's a chance i don't know i'm just i'm trying to give her the benefit of the okay doubt. well welcome thank you for having me well i'm glad you're here so this is a puzzle to you right I'm so confused and perplexed beyond right. words. Now, do you date a lot? He's like, okay, so let me explain how it works. So your vagina will get moist, right? <laughs> She's like, no, I understand how sex works. Yeah. She's like, no, I'm still going to go no. through it. Yeah. I want to run through it. So what Robin does is that she just gets some WD-40. <laughs> and she <laughs> I, Look, I'm a country boy, so we use uh, WD-40 to lube it up. And Robin's got a 14-inch strap-on. <laughs> that she plugs me, I mean, she plugs me in like a light socket. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I date selectively. Uh -huh. But of course, this COVID pandemic has messed up everything. Well, of course. So what do you like on a date? I mean, when people go out with you, how would they describe you if they'd been out with you two or three times? What lovely. if she she's a virgin, but she is just a mouth slut? <laughs> <laughs> she's just giving sloppy toppy to everybody she meets. <laughs> she's all... Dr. Phil, I sucked off two of your producers. He's like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> we had you back there for four minutes. <laughs> Very sweet, charming. I love conversation, just having that natural chemistry and compatibility there. Now, you say that you wanted financial independence, mm -hmm. and in Indian culture, they expect a woman to not be motivated in that way, so that doesn't fit. 
Correct. In traditional Indian culture, even those who are educated, their primary job is expected to be a housewife and procreate. And that's fine, no judgment. But for me, <laughs> I'm an American, born and raised. That won't work for me. We have a really good friend. But that's kind of uh, like, I don't see where the radical changes in her mind. Like, you know what I mean? The only, like literally the only difference between that ideology and this one is that she just gets to choose who she does that with. Yeah, I was kind of thinking that to myself is like, she's like, hey, like, part of, also part of American culture, I think one would certainly argue is that celibacy is kind of frowned upon. Yeah, yeah. When you get to be a 33-year-old woman. Yeah, 100%. So I think that it's... There's nothing, like, morally wrong. No, you know, right. Of course, but, but it's, you know, she's like, no harm, you know, no judgment. But she's like, I won't date an Indian man because I want to be motivated by money. Yeah. But then also being, like, kind of confused as to why American men don't want to be the one to take a 33-year-old's virginity. Yeah. Seems like she's no, exactly. not... She's playing the game one-sidedly. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't think she's nearly... Uh, and, you know, uh, I don't think she's nearly as, like, progressive as she thinks she is. If yes. that makes sense. Yeah, I like, kind of agree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but also, I just... Uh, I Well, also, like, you're being, like, no beards, no bad, no drinking. Like, yeah. you it's can't... Like, it's like you're just, like, coming across super picky. You yeah. can just swipe left on people. Well, and also she's out of many people who she's looking for as league. I mean, let's just call a spade a spade here. Yeah, totally. She's looking for a dorky American yeah, dude. Very true. Essentially. And she's out of all of those guys' leagues. Yeah. For the, you know, unless she just finds like a good Christian boy, you know, like someone who comes to mind, do you know who Russell Wilson is? No. He's an, he's the quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks. He's married to the R&B singer Sierra. Oh, okay. But yeah. he saved it for marriage. Oh, lame. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, okay, unless you strike gold with that guy, yeah. you're really not, your pool is very small here. Yeah. Sorry, so one thing. I, yeah. I know we're getting no, <laughs> But I just want to say this. Uh, I just really, really uh, despise, like, the thinking of sex being uh, a reward that you give to one person mm -hmm. as opposed to a mutual thing that you both uh, take pleasure in. Yeah, I that's mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's a hot take. I think that sex shouldn't be like weaponized. It, yeah, it exactly. Ma it makes the dynamic of it in society very stigmatic. Like that. Oh, if she's giving it up to everybody, then it's no longer precious. When really, like people just want to fuck, and people should just let that happen. Yeah. Born and raised, that yeah. won't work for me. We have a really good friend uh, from India, Priyanka Chopra Jonas. And we know her mom really well, and she's a physician, uh -huh. so she's become independent in that regard, too. I'm so glad you brought up Priyanka Chopra, because I grew up watching her in Bollywood movies, yeah. and now when I see what she has with Nick Jonas, I think to myself, I want that. And both of them support each other exactly. in their careers, and, and also they're each other's biggest fan. Right. There, there's mutual respect and support. Yeah. Now, you usually tell a guy, it's on your it's on your dating profile, but whether you meet somebody there or otherwise, you usually tell somebody on the second or third date that you, that you are a virgin, mm -hmm. and you say, hopefully, if this works out, that they will be your first and, and hopefully only. Correct. That's my hope. But of course, it's not always reciprocal. In my experience, I freak guys out. They're shocked, their jaws drop, they're surprised. 
uh, and they disappear from my life. I'll, I'll give you from a male perspective sure. what I think scaring them off. And there's one line from your tape piece that really jumped out. And I'm going to play that for you right after the break. Oh, what hey, a you tease <laughs> from the good doc. Yeah, I will say this. Uh, I feel like she actually seems like a really sweet person. Yeah, no, she's a great person. But like, the way she comes across on Bumble, like if I just saw yeah. that on a profile, I'd be like, oh, dude, she fucking sucks. Yeah. Like, uh, you know. No, 100 and Well, and also, you know, she she's her her head is in a good place but you know there is a a certain reality to the situation that like yeah nobody really wants to take on the emotional baggage at in their mid-30s of what you're offering yeah dude so either you have to repackage yourself as like be a little bit cooler yeah you know you can't be like my standards are everything from also a virgin she's not said that but i'm assuming that she doesn't want someone who's just like went crazy yeah and you know like you can't be from that to also okay you can't have a beard right you know that spans too much you need to really set your sights on what's important no you're very right like that video clicks oh wait let me uh skip forward here when i was all right 33 year old virgin wants to know why she scares men away it's 22 I graduated college with a finance degree. On the way home from the graduation ceremony, my father started pressuring me to agree to an arranged marriage. I was shocked and disgusted. My father wanted to pick my husband. He still wants to pick my husband. Like, ew. I would definitely remain a virgin and be single the rest of my life than be married to the wrong guy. Okay, we're back with Sonali, and she says there's something really puzzling to her, and she doesn't like this concept of arranged marriages. It disgusts her, but so far, dating has given her a few heartbreaks, and she wants to know why guys get so scared off when she tells them she's a 33-year-old virgin. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it is kind of like... Weird to me, though, that she she needs this much help understanding why. Yeah, I know, right? Like, it, like not to be, like, dismissive, but they literally made a movie called The 40-Year-Old Virgin <laughs> that illustrates how crazy it is to be in that predicament. Yeah, totally. Like, the entire movie is predicated on, like, wouldn't it be crazy if somebody was in his spot? Right. And she's just like, I don't, I don't, I can't figure out why it's some kind of bad thing on dating yeah, sites it's exactly like, which is why i said i don't think her values are nearly as progressive as she thinks yeah, you know i agree and i don't think it's that part of it that's scaring them off there's a part of your your tape piece that really jumped out at me and here's what it is let's listen to it oh why is it so tough for yeah. me what also i was just gonna say like if a guy is super into girls who are virgins, that's a red flag. Yeah, you like, don't get want the that fuck either. Away yeah, from you don't want life. that either. Yeah, that's creepy. To find the one who won't be scared off when I tell him that he would be my first and hopefully only. And there's the phrase, first and hopefully only. That's it. So you're on a date with a guy. Right. And then you say, I'm a virgin. You would be my first, and you make it clear, you cross this bridge, buddy, you're here to stay. 
Yeah, it's the same. Yeah. I- it's the same reason that if you just saw someone you went to high school with and then started talking about fucking uh, herbal life, they might be like, "Oh, this person is trying to sell me a pyramid scheme." Right, yeah. If you talk about a certain thing, it comes across that you're either trying to sell them on an idea or something like that. You know? Yeah, I just don't. I don't like. It's very weird to me that she's unable to see what, like, what, sh- like you. You know, we've we've talked about this privately a bunch, but like at some point when you're dating, you have to ask yourself, what do I bring to the table? Yeah, totally. And like, you know, you hate to be that guy, but it's like, yeah, there are there's men do want a certain thing <laughs> like, yeah. you know, that's I mean, it is just a, a fact of life. Not every guy wants it the same amount, and, mm-hmm. but it is something that exists. Yeah. And so sometimes, like, yeah, like, if you go on dates with people and you're like, I want you to be my only person I ever have sex with, like, they're going to, like, yeah. tense up, you know? No, totally. And, yeah, it's weird, dude. <laughs> you cross this bridge. You're it, it'd be like a sorry. lifetime. Uh, it'd be kind of go- like. I'm going through it, dude, right now. My stomach is hurting so uh, bad. I'm sorry, I'm man. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm going to have to run off screen. You might have to do take the take over the Oh, yeah, sure. Up, dude. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. Here, go ahead, finish off this clip, and uh, then I'll be right back. Okay, I think I actually I do. Fuck, now I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> God damn it, actually. Okay, I'll I'll try, Dad. You're here um, Sorry. Th- <laughs> I'm projecting. Um. <laughs> you cross this bridge, you're buying a lifetime ticket. And they're like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. We just met. I don't know you that well. Yeah, it'd be kind of like if you fucking, okay, let's say you worked at, uh, or, or you tried to get a job at like a small company or something, right? Let, let's say you just, you go in as the cashier you, to apply as like a cashier at like a local mom and pop like barbecue place. You know, it'd be kind of like, during the job interview just being like so when i so let's say i become manager <laughs> or like you know let's say or just be like so when i'm the ceo like it's just like okay like i uh, like sure i guess hypothetically in theory down the line like something like that could happen but it's also kind of like uh you know like uh, chill the fuck out dude like i don't know ah damn it and you've waited 33 years for me? I, I uh, holy uh, he That scares them. He doesn't know me that well, yet he wants to sleep with me? Yes. <laughs> That's not going to work for me. Well, I, I understand that. that. Yeah, see, it's very like using sex as like, uh, yeah, not something that's mutual between people. It's more just like. You know, oh, I, but then I have nothing to offer you. It's like, no, that's a really, like, toxic fucking mindset to have. That's why you're in the situation you're in. And I'm not saying you're wrong, mm-hmm. but I think you're, you're scaring them off by t- <laughs> telling them that at that point. There's a lot of stops between A and Z right. along the intimacy trail. You know, there's first base, second base, third base, home base, you know. And for you, you, you they never get out of the dugout. <laughs> I see where you're coming from. Now, I don't want to just be a, a, a man here about this. Help me out, Mom. 
I totally agree with you. I can't believe you're using a sports analogy, but I... What, what do you mean a sports analogy? You mean the most analogous fucking thing for sex? Like first base? Okay, whatever. Anyway, that's... <laughs> I totally agree with you in that I feel that you're starting out with what's wrong with me and, or, or what's wrong with them instead of just just being confident in who you are as a woman mm -hmm. and starting out with, I'm just going to meet them and stay confident with who I am and then... No, you're wrong. Her confidence is not the issue whatsoever. She's very confident. She feels... Like, I mean, uh, that's literally not the problem. Is her being confident a good thing in general? Absolutely. But she's so confident in herself that she refuses to literally uh, lower down any of her ridiculous standards. And, well, it's not even like a standard thing, I guess. It's more just, or the way she presents her standards, you know? Like, she refuses to just dial it back a little bit. And I don't think it's, you know, a malice thing, but... Yeah, no, confidence is not the issue. It's literally not. And let them fall madly in love with you. They're going or to... Or actually, maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> maybe, yeah. Uh, it's not... She's definitely... Yeah, I guess because, like, she's insecure about... Uh, yeah, no, I guess it is confidence in a way, but um, I'd say it's not confidence in herself, but confidence in what she wants. Okay. Maybe that's Just a nitpick. Be knocking down your door, begging you. I am. All lost. right, I'm back to rebuke all the misogynistic things I, Parker <laughs> said while I was gone. I am lost. Women are more than objects, Parker. <laughs> and I'm not going to have this fight with you once more, okay? Yeah. Just because I had to go evacuate my my bowels because I drank like four pints of mimosa today. Good God! And forgot that we had to do the podcast. <laughs> Dude, I was like, I got home at like five o'clock. Really? From just like. You know, just being a fucking... I was just fucked up all morning. Oh, man. And I'm, like, home just laying in bed, and then you text. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess we do have to do the podcast. And I was like, fuck. I was <laughs> like, okay, well, I got to pull it together. <laughs> At some point, to live the rest of your life with them. She's saying that... What I miss. Robin's saying that uh, just a bunch of, like, girl boss nonsense. Oh, nice. Uh, if I'm being honest, like, she's not really saying anything. Sweet, yeah. She's like got to believe in her. She's got to know her value. Yeah, her confidence. And it's yeah. like, no, that's not really the problem, though. If I'm right, no, like... No, Okay, not, thank you. I mean, it's not the problem. I mean, the problem is, is that this girl, she's got expectations that are... The problem is, is that because she is so pure... And I don't mean that about the virginity. I mean that just overall. Like, she's got yeah, a very mindset, sheltered yeah. lifestyle that it's hard for them to be like, hey, the problem here is that you're a fucking, you're a small fish in a ginormous shark-infested water. Yeah, totally. Like, you are going to get eaten alive by some dickhead dude. Yeah, totally. And yeah, you, need it, to, you need to be made aware that, yes, there's going to be a guy who preys on you. For being a virgin. Like, yeah, 100%. God, there's, you're going to run into some shittiness, so you should probably, like, get this taken care of. No, I... And get get rid of the idea... Like, if, if it is only one person for the rest of your life, fantastic. It most likely won't be that. Yeah. Statistically that, speaking, Yeah, these be. are very unrealistic expectations. It's kind of like yeah. saying, I want a job that I will never... Hopefully, my one and only job. It's like, yeah, that's yeah, not she can't, really how she it can't works. love... <laughs> the tradition of her culture and also reject the tradition of her culture like it doesn't it's 
you can't be like I love that you know I I I I I hold the value that like you should try to limit your partners. I hold that close to my heart. Yeah. But not that arranged marriage is an okay route. Right. Yeah. It's I, like yeah, there isn't a, a lot of nuance. It's like if you're it. going to reject the conservatism of your culture, then you can't just adapt another conservative yeah, 100%. mentality because it, it, you might as well just stay with anyway. No, I agree. People get what you, we're saying. You are amazing. You do check off every box. But you want she to, thinks so already. To anyway. fall madly in love with you. And then that conversation is oh. really not necessary because they're going to know everything about you, your feelings, that they're going to be so madly in love with you. That conversation now comes up and is serious. I see. She's just, yeah, she basically said, date. like, why do tampons cost money? Like, that's <laughs> yeah. like, it's yeah. just like, yes. like stop she's, thinking <laughs> there's something wrong with you or t and take the pressure off of yourself. Right, You're beautiful and adorable and wonderful, intelligent. Lead with that. You'll get and your pussy is sacred. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let them have it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Yeah, Robin's not saying anything. I guarantee anything. you, they're all going to just be dying for that second, third, fourth date. You don't even change a thing about yourself, just your timing and presentation, yeah. and this is going to change. <laughs> That's a lot. That is a lot. <laughs> yeah. You need to change the way you're approaching all of your life and also how you present yeah. yourself. You, uh, but don't change yourself. You don't have to change a thing. You just have to change how literally every other human being sees <laughs> yeah. you. And that's... Way no, easier. Yeah. <laughs> no, the world will change for you, despite how it's interacted with everyone else ever. It'll, <laughs> it'll 100% adjust to you. Yeah. Um, I don't think we even this need to would watch be the like rest. If, yeah, this would be like if the song All About That Bass just ended with, but you should seriously consider a workout program. <laughs> yeah. It's like, which is... <laughs> um, all right, you want to do some voicemails? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. This is uh <laughs> this is from a few weeks ago. Do you know this one? No, I just saw because you know it's fillmyheart at gmail dot com. So yeah. it just says hi, fill my. Oh as yeah, if yeah, that's our name. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it does that all the time. I'll get emails all the time from all kinds of services that are like, hey, fill my. Or sometimes, <laughs> sometimes when I've reached out to people about like media or sponsorships or something, they'll call us Phil. Yeah. Like I'll be like sincerely, Drew Absher of Fill My Heart Podcast, and they'll reply. Hey Phil, I'm like, oh, yeah, you motherfuckers. That. Anyway, let's. Uh, this was from a couple weeks ago. We dropped the ball on playing this one, but let's give it a listen. Hey guys, uh, this is Pete. I'm a new listener, and I just wanted to uh, drop you guys some positive vibes. Love the show, love the concept, and um, yeah, you guys are doing the Lord's work, uh, taking Doctor Phil to task. So thank you. You're welcome, Pete. It's our it's our privilege yeah. to it's to really speak truth to power against the man oppressing <laughs> an entire nation of people, Doctor Phil. Yeah, I said doing God's work. If this is doing God's work, then I pray for the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. This is not. Yeah. You don't remember when uh, when the Lord uh, sent a a locust infested. Uh, yeah spell upon the people of <laughs> Egypt because they had a fake psychiatrist giving. Exactly. And they shall make fun oh, of... <laughs> a, a plague was the word I was looking oh, for. Yeah. I couldn't find it. People could hear me stuttering through. And they shall be jovial <laughs> against the women who are... <laughs> yeah. who I had a gripe uh, I wanted to bring up with Drew, episode 101, at the beginning you're talking about 
um, bullshit country music and people. Wait, hold on. I didn't quite catch that. I think I was being spoken to. Hold on. Let's go back a little bit. I filled the task, so thank you. Um, I had a little bit of a uh, gripe I wanted to bring up with Drew. Okay. At the beginning, you're talking about um, bullshit country music and people doing side projects that you don't appreciate. Yeah. I have an album for you. Please listen to it objectively. It's called Pony by Orville Peck. If you're not a country dude, which I am not. I didn't, I couldn't hear what the name of the artist was, dude. Um, Pony by somebody. Could you hear by it? Pro- Normal Tech? Normal Tech? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. It's called, okay, here we go. Uh, um, listen to Pony. Okay, we'll check it um, out. And also, people doing side projects is awesome. I appreciate that, but I agree with you. You need to stand on its own. <laughs> Drew, see, uh, Drew, see here's head. what happens, man. No, because <laughs> here's what happens on this fucking show. I give a take, and then it, it, it ends up, people hear it, and then just completely dilute it down to, like, I have no problem with people doing <laughs> side projects. That was not the issue. The problem that we were talking about was... I have a problem when people do a side project that's completely out of their realm that they're already famous for. Yeah. And then promote it using their persona. Like, to me, that cheapens the side project. To be like, oh, hey, I'm somebody who in the past has done comedy. You're Mm -hmm. like, okay, cool. I like you as a comedian. And then you're like, oh, also, I started a band. You should listen to it. It's like now those people aren't actually going to like the music because they like the music. They're going to like it because they already like you. Yeah. That ch- it just cheapens it for me. And the the person we were talking about was Tim Heidecker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what started. The, that's uh, let me just clarify that. I think side projects are great. I I you know I I've been on this podcast defending Audio Slave. I think I'm the only <laughs> one who's ever done that. One of my favorite recent side projects from an established artist was Lil Dicky's. Uh, TV show Dave. Bingo, though. It's called Dave. It's not called Lil Dicky. If it was called Lil Dicky, I'd be like, fuck you. But he's like, <laughs> he's like, he's calling it Dave because it's like semi autobiographical and he like wants to be, you know, I guess that there's a lot of crossover in the show, but like he's not just calling it Lil Dicky's TV show. You know what I mean? No idea. <laughs> really great and completely different than any of his other stuff. It is very good. Showcasing his talent as a business. So. Um, yeah, Dave's on Hulu, streaming on Hulu, by the way, if you're into that. So keep up the good, good work, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, I'll be continuing to listen. As of right now, i got got 100 backlog episodes to get through. Yep. So Thanks. You guys later. And a bunch Bye. of Patreons, buddy. You have um, a lot of work to do. We've already yelled at one. <laughs> this is <laughs> yeah. like the first one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah, no. Thanks, buddy. We yeah. appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Pete. Appreciate hearing from you. All right, let's 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 get into the next one here. Hey guys, congratulations for going. Love what you're doing. Big fan out here in Sacramento, California. Oh, just keep doing the podcast. We love the podcast. Uh, this is Jack, by the way, but uh, great job. Keep it up. Keep <laughs> Thanks, doing Jack. It. Many happy returns. Cheers. Wait, Jack Scotty? No, Jack Brown. 
You oh, could, you really? Could, yeah, you couldn't tell it was him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is that his real voice? Yeah. I no mean, fucking way. I think he was hamming it up a little bit. Okay. Yeah, there's no... I don't know. <laughs> no, that was him. All it right. sounds like he's having sex with the tank of helium. <laughs> like, <what>? No. <laughs> no, I love... That dude's super cool. Yeah, no, I like Jack's him. the best. All right, let's get into the next one. Hey, guys. Uh, first time, long time. This is Alex. Also, Major Look Studios on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Shout out. Nice. Um, I've got a little... By the way, you guys, I love your shit. Um, I've been a long-time listener. I'll be on your Patreon for as long as you guys have it. Hell, yeah. Oh, thanks. Anyway, That's I have great. a hypothetical for you guys. thought this would be a fun one for the show. Um, okay, a hypothetical. All right, here we go. All right. Uh, say your mom and your girlfriend did, like, a Freaky Friday, and... You had to make a choice. Would you rather have sex with your mom's body, but your girlfriend's brain is in it, or your girlfriend's body, but your mom's brain is in it? Anyway, thanks, guys. Love this. No, this is not even. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna give Alex the benefit of the doubt here. He's got a second voicemail. I hope he's calling to be like. Guys, I realized how easy of a choice that was, <laughs> and I'm calling to redact it. Let's see. Hey, this is Alex again. Uh, I was trying too hard to remember remember ah, that. Uh, Phone again. Jesus Christ, I can't talk. I was trying too hard to remember that stupid hypothetical um, that oh. I forgot to say. He was just saying congrats on two years. Oh, thanks, Alex. Appreciate it. Um, okay, what do you do in that situation? To me, no-brainer. Yeah, to... To me, you uh, have a threesome. Yes. And the <laughs> you get both of them in there, and it's like fucking your mom and your girlfriend as one whole. Yeah, totally. You know, yeah, that's the real freak. No, man, it's it's a pretty easy one for me. It's got to be your girlfriend's body with your mom's brain. No, that's what I was It's got to be because also that means like in, in this hypothetical, we're assuming that they're going to give it their all. You know yeah. what I mean? They're going to fuck back. Is yeah. Basically, <laughs> I don't want I don't want to be crass, but yeah. I think that's what we're assuming here. So if it's your mom's brain, it's years of experience getting plowed. <laughs> your mom a little, can, your a little mom, bit more with years your mom, of mine, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your mom will bring to the table everything that she's learned from your old man. Oh man, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, well, she called you by your dad's name. <laughs> like, oh, you divorced. But it's your, but it's your yeah. girlfriend's body calling you by your dad's. <laughs> I got a hypothetical. And this is what where we'll end the show this week. People, I, w- I want to hear from people, okay? This is a hypothetical that has stumped me for years. Okay, Parker. Sir, I just imagined her like, ew, don't just put that cum rag on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Are you an animal? Yeah. Okay, so here's how it is. Your penis. Yeah. Sorry, this is a bad, this is gross, and I'm sorry to people who are listening. Your penis is one inch inside of your mom's vagina. Oh, Okay. Yeah. But right behind you, your dad has the head of his penis pressed to your butthole. There's only, or I'm sorry, your dad has his penis one inch inside your butthole. So in the only okay, way to get your... Okay, I was about to say, because I have a half inch penis, okay, so the, I'm in luck. <laughs> the only way to get out of the situation is you have to go in to your mom another inch or have your dad go... <laughs> Have your dad go into you another inch. 
quite Which honestly, do you pick? I'm just happy we're a family again. <laughs> like, that's what. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's the show this week. We'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. Oh, we didn't even get plugs in, actually. Get your plugs in. Uh, at Parker the Newman on Instagram and Twitter. Follow us on Patreon. Uh, subscribe at Fill My Heart Pod. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, follow subreddit r slash Fill My Heart. Drew Apture on Twitter. Drew Apture is dumb on Instagram. Uh, yeah. Keep up with Stab Comedy and all the good stuff they're yeah. doing. Okay, Fill we'll talk. My, sorry, Fill My Art Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Yep. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Uh, goodbye. Why is this thing not going? Here we go. Not a desire or shame, but some subconscious impulse to feel pain. I wipe my tears on my face and neck and the backs of my ears and said, now it's sweat. Now it's sweat. It's sweat now.